Chapter Thirteen of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to El Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Thirteen of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to El Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton, from Yimbar to Bir Abbas. On the eleventh of July, about seven p.m., we passed through the gate of Yimbar and took a due easterly course our route lay over the plain between the mountains of rodwa on the left and the sea on the right the land was desert that is to say a hard level plain strewed with rounded lumps of granite and greenstone schist with here and there a dwarf acacia and a tuft of rank camel grass by the light of a glorious moon nearly at full i was able to see the country tolerably well our party consisted of twelve camels and we travelled in indian file head tied to tail with but one outrider umar effendi whose rank required him to mount a dromedary with showy trappings immediately in front of me was am jamal whom i had to reprove for asking the boy mohammed where have you picked up that hindi or indian are we the afghans the indian slayers Footnote alluding to the celebrated mountain the hind kush whence the afghans sallied forth to lay waste india and a footnote are we the afghans the indian slayers become indians i vociferated with indignation and brought the thing home to his feelings by asking him how he an arab would like to be called an egyptian a fella the rest of the party was behind sitting or dozing upon the rough platforms made by the lids of the two huge boxes slung to the sides of their camels only one old woman a sit maryam or the lady mary returning to el medina her adopted country after a visit to a sister at cairo allowed herself the luxury of a half-dollar shibriya or cot fastened crosswise over the animal's load moreover all the party except umar effendi in token of poverty were dressed in the coarsest and dirtiest of clothes the general suit consisting of a shirt torn in divers places and a bit of rag wrapped round the head they carried short chibuks without mouthpieces and tobacco pouches of greasy leather though the country hereabouts is perfectly safe all had their arms in readiness and the unusual silence that succeeded to the singing even said the demon held his tongue was sufficient to show how much they feared for their property after a slow march of two hours facing the moon we turned somewhat towards the north-east and began to pass over undulating ground in which a steady rise was perceptible we arrived at the halting-place at three in the morning after a short march of about eight hours during which we could not have passed over more than sixteen miles Footnote. throughout this work i have estimated the pace of a hijazi camel laden and walking in caravan line under ordinary circumstances at two geographical miles an hour a sandy plain or rocky pass might make a difference of half a mile each but no more End of footnote. the camels were nacht the boxes were taken off and piled together as a precaution against invisible robbers footnote see chapter eight page hundred fifty two note one ante footnote. my little tent the only one in the party was pitched we then spread our rugs upon the ground and lay down to sleep we arose at about nine a m july nineteenth and after congratulating one another upon being once more in the dear desert we proceeded in exhilarated mood to light the fire for pipes and breakfast the meal a biscuit a little rice and a cup of milkless tea was soon dispatched after which i proceeded to inspect our position about a mile to the westward lay a little village al a group of miserable mud hovels Footnote. the reader must be warned that these little villages in arabia as in sind and baluchistan are continually changing their names whilst the larger settlements always retain the same the traveller too must beware of writing down the first answer he receives in one of our maps a village on the euphrates is gravely named madri or i don't know End of footnote. on the south was a strip of bright blue sea 
and all around an iron plain producing naught but stones and grasshoppers and bounded northward by a grisly wall of blackish rock here and there a shrub fit only for fuel or a tuft of coarse grass crisp with heat met the eye all was sun-parched the furious heat from above was drying up the sap and juice of the land as the shimmering and quivering atmosphere showed moreover the heavy dews of these regions forming in large drops upon the plants and stones concentrate the morning rays upon them like a system of burning glasses after making these few observations i followed the example of my companions and returned to sleep at two p m we were roused to a dinner as simple as the breakfast had been boiled rice with an abundance of the clarified butter in which easterns delight footnote here is called semn the indian ghee and a footnote some fragments of kak or soft biscuit footnote the kak in this country is a light and pleasant bread made of ground wheat kneaded with milk leavened with sour bean flour and finally baked in an oven not as usual in the east upon an iron plate the kak of egypt is a kind of cake and a footnote and stale bread footnote stale unleavened bread is much relished by easterns who say that keeping it on journeys makes it sweet to prevent its becoming mouldy they cut it up into little bits and at the risk of hardening it to the consistence of wood they dry it by exposure to the air and a footnote and a handful of stoned and pressed date-paste called ajwa formed the menu our potations began before dinner with a vile-tasted but wholesome drink called aqid dried sour milk dissolved in water footnote this aqid has different names in all parts of arabia even al hijaz it is known by the name of mazir as well as egd the corruption of aqid when very sour it is called sariba when dried without boiling it is called jamda the arabs make it by evaporating the serous part of the milk the remainder is then formed into cakes or lumps with the hand and spread upon hair-cloth to dry they eat it with clarified butter and drink it melted in water it is considered a cooling and refreshing beverage but boasts few attractions to the stranger the baluchis and wild tribes of sindians call this preparation of milk krat and make it in the same way as the bedouin do and a footnote at the meal we drank the leather-flavoured element and ended with a large cupful of scalding tea enormous quantities of liquid were consumed for the sun seemed to have got into our throats and the perspiration trickled as after a shower of rain whilst we were eating a bedouin woman passed close by the tent leading a flock of sheep and goats seeing which i expressed a desire to drink milk my companion sent by one of the camel men a bit of bread and asked in exchange for a cupful of leban footnote leban in arabic and hebrew means milk the maltese give the word a very different signification and the egyptians like the syrians confine their use of it to sour milk or curds calling sweet milk leban halib or simply halib and a footnote thus i learned that the arabs even in this corrupt region still adhere to the meaningless custom of their ancestors who chose to make the term laban or milk seller an opprobrium and a disgrace footnote in my previous work the history of sind i have remarked that there exists some curious similarity in language and customs between the arabs and the various races occupying the broad ranges of hills that separate india from persia amongst these must be numbered the prejudice alluded to above the lamented dr stocks of bombay who travelled amongst and observed the brahui and the baluchi nomads in the pachan valley informed me that though they will give milk in exchange for other commodities yet they consider it a disgrace to make money by it this methinks is too conventional a point of honour to have sprung up spontaneously in two countries so distant and apparently so unconnected End of footnote possibly the origin of the prejudice might be the recognizing of a traveller's guest right to call for milk gratis however this may be no one will in the present day sell this article of consumption even at civilized mecca except egyptians a people supposed to be utterly without honour 
as a general rule in the hijaz milk abounds in the spring but at all other times of the year it is difficult to be procured the badawi woman managed however to send me back a cupful at three p m we were ready to start and all saw with unspeakable gratification a huge black nimbus rise from the shoulder of mount radwa and range itself like a good genius between us and our terrible foe the sun we hoped that it contained rain but presently a blast of hot wind like the breath of a volcano blew over the plain and the air was filled with particles of sand this is the dry storm of arabia it appears to depend upon some electrical phenomena which it would be desirable to investigate footnote at aden as well as in sindh these dry storms abound and there the work of meteorological investigation would be easier than in al-hijaz when we had loaded and mounted my camel-men too in number came up to the shuktuf and demanded bakshish which it appears they are now in the habit of doing each time the traveller starts i was at first surprised to find the word here but after a few days of Badawi society my wonder diminished the men were bani harb of the great hijazi tribe which has kept its blood pure for the last thirteen centuries how much more we know not but they had been corrupted by intercourse with pilgrims retaining none of their ancestor qualities but greed of gain revengefulness pugnacity and a frantic kind of bravery displayed on rare occasions their nobility however did not prevent my quoting the prophet saying of a truth the worst names among the arabs are the bani kalb and the bani harb footnote bani kalb or jaina chapter ten would mean the dogs sons bani harb means the sons of fight End of footnote. whilst i taunted them severely with their resemblance to the fellas of egypt they would have resented this with asperity had it proceeded from their own people but the turkish pilgrim the character in which they knew me despite my arab dress is a privileged person the outer man of these fight sons was contemptible small chocolate-coloured beings stunted and thin with mops of coarse bushy hair burned down by the sun straggling beards vicious eyes frowning brows screaming voices and well-made but attenuated limbs on their heads were kufiyas in the last stage of wear a tattered shirt indigo dyed and a girt with a bit of common rope composed their clothing and their feet were protected from the stones by soles of thick leather kept in place by narrow thongs tied to the ankle both were armed one with a matchlock and a shintian in a leathern scabbard slung over the shoulder footnote the shintian is the common sword-blade of the bedouin in western arabia it is called majar or from the magyars and is said to be of german manufacture good old weapons of the proper curve marked like andrew ferrara's with a certain number of lines down their length will fetch even in arabia from seven to eight liras the modern and cheap ones cost about ten shillings excellent weapons abound in this country the reason being that there is a perpetual demand for them and once purchased they become heirlooms in the family i have heard that when the banu bu ali tribe near ras al khaimah was defeated with slaughter by sir lionel smith's expedition the victors found many valuable old european blades in the hands of the slain and a footnote. the other with an abut and both showed at the waist the arab's invariable companion the jambiya dagger these ragged fellows however had their pride they would eat with me and not disdain like certain self-styled caballeros to ask for more but of work they would do none no promise of bakshish potent as the spell of the word is would induce them to assist in pitching my tent they even expected sheikh nur to cook for them and had almost to use violence for even the just excuse of a sore foot was insufficient to procure the privilege of mounting my shukduf while the camel was sitting it was they said the custom of the country from time immemorial to use a ladder when legs would not act i agreed with them but objected that i had no ladder at last wearied with their thick-headedness i snatched the nose-string of the camel and by main force made it kneel our party was now strong enough 
we had about two hundred beasts carrying grain attended by their proprietors truculent looking as the contrabandistas of the parines the escort was composed of seven irregular turkish cavalry tolerably mounted and supplied each with an armory in epitome they were privily derided by our party who being arabs had a sneaking fondness for the bedouin however loath they might be to see them amongst the boxes for three hours we travelled in a south-easterly direction upon a hard plain and a sandy flat on which several waters from the highlands find a passage to the sea westward gradually we were sliding towards the mountains and at sunset i observed that we had sensibly neared them we dismounted for a short halt and strangers being present my companions before sitting down to smoke said their prayers a pious exercise in which they did not engage again for three days afterwards when they met certain acquaintances at al hamra as evening came on we emerged from a scrub of acacia and tamarisks and turned due east traversing an open country with a perceptible rise scarcely was it dark before the cry of harami or thieves rose aloud in the rear causing such confusion as one may see in a boat in the bay of naples when suddenly neared by a water spout all the camel-men brandished their huge staves and rushed back vociferating in the direction of the robbers they were followed by the horsemen and truly had the thieves possessed the usual acuteness of the profession they might have driven off the camels in our van with safety and convenience Footnote. the way of carrying off a camel in this country is to loosen him and then hang on heavily to his tail which causes him to start at full gallop End of footnote. but these contemptible beings were only half a dozen in number and they had lighted their matchlocks which drew a bullet or two in their direction whereupon they ran away this incident aroused no inconsiderable excitement for it seemed ominous of worse things about to happen to us when entangled in the hills and the faces of my companions perfect barometers of fair and foul tidings fell to zero for nine hours we journeyed through a brilliant moonlight and as the first grey streak appeared in the eastern sky we entered a scanty misial or fiumara strewed with pebbles and rounded stones about half a mile in breadth and flanked by almost perpendicular hills of primitive formation Footnote. the arabic misial mesial mesil or mesila is the indian nulla and the sicilian fumara a hill watercourse which rolls a torrent during and after rain and is either partially or wholly dry at other seasons the stream flowing slowly underground in england we want the feature therefore there is no single word to express it our river is an imperfect way of conveying the idea End of footnote. i began by asking the names of peaks and other remarkable spots when i found that a folio volume would not contain a three months collection every hill and dale flat valley and watercourse here has its proper name or rather names footnote generalization is not the forte of the arabic language al kulzum the red sea for instance will be unintelligible to the native of jeddah who call it the sea of jeddah and you at once explain yourself so the bedouin will have names for each separate part but no single one to express the whole this might be explained by their ignorance of anything but details the same thing is observable however in the writings of the arabian geographer when they come to treat of the objects near home End of footnote. the ingenuity shown by the bedouin in distinguishing between localities the most similar is the result of a high organization of the perceptive faculties perfected by the practice of observing a recurrence of landscape features few in number and varying but little amongst themselves after travelling two hours up this torrent bed winding in an easterly direction and crossing some hara or ridges ria steep descents footnote, about the classic hara i shall have more to say at a future time the word ria in literary and in vulgar arabic is almost synonymous with akaba a steep descent a path between hills or a mountain road and a footnote 
Ritaa, patch of stony flat, and bits of Sahel, or dwarf plain. We found ourselves at 8 a.m. after a march of about 34 miles at Bir Said, or Said's Well, our destination. I had been led to expect that the well, a pastoral scene, wild flowers, flocks, and flowing waters, so I looked with a jaundiced eye upon a deep hole, full of slightly brackish water, dug in a tamed hollow, a kind of punch-bowl with granite walls, upon whose grim faith a few thorns of exceeding hardy would brave the sun for a season. Not a house was in sight. It was a barren and desolate a spot, as the sun ever viewed in his wide career. But this is what the Arabian traveller must expect. He is to traverse, for instance, the Wadi al or the Valley of the Flowers. He indulges in sweet recollections of Indian lakes beautiful with the lotus and Persian plains, upon which Narcissus is the meanest of grasses. He sees a plain like swishwork, where knobs of granite act daisies, and where at every fifty yards some hapless bud or blossom is dying of inanition among the stones. The sun scorched our feet as we planted the tent, and, after drinking our breakfast, we passed the usual day of perspiration and semi-lethargy. In discomfort, man naturally hails a change, even though it be one from bad to worse. When our enemy began slanting towards the west, we felt ready enough to proceed on our journey. The camels were laden shortly after 3 p.m. July 20th, and we started with water-jars in our hands through a storm of Samum. We travelled five hours in the north-easterly coast, up a diagonal valley through a country fantastic in its desolation, a mass of huge hills, barren plains, and desert vales. Footnote. Valleys may be divided in three kinds. 1. Longitudinal i.e. parallel to the axis of their ridges, two, transversal or perpendicular to the same, and diagonal, which forms an acute or an obtuse angle with the main chain of mountains. End of footnote. Even the sturdy acacias here failed, and in some places the camel grass could not find earth enough for its root. The road wound among mountains, rocks, and hills of granite and overbroken ground, flanked by huge blocks and boulders, piled up as if man's art had aided nature to disfigure herself. Vast clefts seemed like scars, the hideous face of earth. Here they widened into dark caves, there they choked with glistening drift sand. Not a bird or a beast was to be seen or heard. Their presence would have argued the vicinity of water, and, though my companions opined that Bedouin were lurking among the rocks, I decided that these Bedouin were the creatures of their fears. Above, a sky like polished blue steel, with a tremendous blaze of yellow light, glared upon us without the thinnest veil of mist-cloud. Below, the brass-coloured circle scorched the face and dazzled the eyes, mocking them the while with offers of water that was but air. The distant prospect was more attractive than the near view, because it borrowed a bright azure tinge from the intervening atmosphere. But the jagged peaks and the perpendicular streaks of shadow down the flanks of the mountainous background showed that yet in store for us was no change for the better. Between 10 and 11 p.m. we reached human habitation, a phenomenon unseen since we left al-Musahhal in the shape of a long straggling village. It is called al-Hamra, from the redness of the sands near which it is built, or al-Wasta, or the halfway, because it is the middle station between Yambur and al-Medina. It is therefore considerably out of place in Burckhardt's map and those who copy from him make it much nearer the seaport than it really is. We wandered nearly an hour in search of an encamping station, for the surly villagers ordered us off every flatter bit of ground, without, however, deigning to show us where our jaded beast might rest. At last, after long wrangling, we found the usual spot. The camels were unloaded, the boxes and baggage were disposed in a circle for greater security against the petty pilferers in which this part of the road abounds, and my companions spread their rugs so as to sleep upon their valuables. 
I was invited to follow the general example, but I absolutely declined the vicinity of so many steaming and snoring fellow-travellers. Some wonder was excited by the Afghan Haji's obstinacy and recklessness, but resistance to these people is sometimes being placed, and a man from Kabul is allowed to say and to do strange things. In answer to their warnings of nightly peril, I placed a drawn sword by my side and a cocked pistol under my pillow. Footnote. This act, by the by, I afterwards learned to be a greater act of imprudence than sleeping alone. Nothing renders the Arab thief so active as the chance of stealing a good weapon. End of footnote. The saddle-bag, a carpet spread upon the cool, loose sand, formed by no means an uncomfortable couch, and upon it I enjoyed a sound sleep till daybreak. Rising at dawn, July 21st, I proceeded to visit the village. It is built upon a narrow shelf at the top of a precipitous hill to the north, and on the south runs a sandy fumara about half a mile broad. On all sides are rocks and mountains, rough and stony, so you find yourself in another of those punch-bowls which the Arabs seem to consider choice sites for settlements. Footnote. Probably because water is usually found in such places. In the wild parts of the country, wells are generally protected by some fortified building, for men consider themselves safe from an enemy until their supply of water is cut off. End of footnote the fiumara hereabouts very winding threads the high grounds all the way from the plateau of al medina during the rainy season it becomes a raging torrent carrying westwards to the red sea the drainage of a hundred hills water of good quality is readily found in it by digging a few feet below the surface at the angles where the stream forms the deepest hollows and in some places the stony sides give out bubbling springs Footnote near al-hamra at the base of the southern hills within fire of the forts there is a fine spring of sweet water all such fountains are much prized by the people who call them rock water and attribute to them tonic and digestive virtues and a footnote al-hamra itself is a collection of stunted houses or rather hovels made of unbaked brick and mud roofed over with palm leaves and pierced with air-holes, which occasionally boast a bit of blank for a shutter. It appears thickly populated in the parts where the walls are standing, but like all settlements in the holy land, al-Hijaz, it abounds in ruins. Footnote. As far as I could discover, the reason of the ruinous state of the country at present is the effect of the old Wahhabi and the Egyptian wars, in the early part of the present century, and the misrule of the Turks. In Arabia, the depopulation of a village or a district is not to be remedied, as in other countries, by an influx of strangers. The land still belongs to the survivors of the tribe, and trespass would be visited with a bloody revenge. End of footnote. It is well supplied with provisions, which are here cheaper than at Al-Medina, a circumstance that induced Sa'ad the demon to overload his hapless camel with a sack of wheat. In the village are few shops where grain, huge plantains, ready-made bread-rice, clarified butter, and other edibles are to be purchased. Palm orchards of considerable extent supplied with dates. The bazaar is, like the generality of such places in the villages of eastern Arabia, a long lane here covered with matting there open to the sun and the narrow streets if they may be called so are full of dust and glare near the encamping ground of caravans is a fort for the officer commanding a troop of albanian cavalry whose duty it is to defend the village to hold the country and to escort merchant travellers without these forts the turks at least so my companions could never hold the country against the Bedouin. There is a little amour propre in this assertion, but upon the whole it is true. There are no Muhammad Ali's or Jazars and Ibrahim Pashas in these days. End of footnote. The building consists of an outer wall of hewn stone, loopholed for musketry, and surmounted by sharif, rampart coquettes, about as useful against artillery as the sugar gallery round a twelfth cake nothing would be easier than to take the place 
a false attack would draw off attention of the defenders who in these latitudes know nothing of sentry duty while scaling ladders or a bag full of powder would command a ready entrance into the other side around the alhambra fort are clusters of palm-leaf huts where the soldier lounge and smoke and near it is the usual coffee-house a shed kept by an albanian these places are frequented probably on account of the intense heat inside the fort we passed a comfortless day at the red village large flocks of sheep and goats were being driven in and out of the place but their surly shepherds would give no milk even in exchange for bread and meat the morning was spent in watching certain bedouin who matchlock in hand had climbed the hills in pursuit of a troop of cranes not one bird was hit of the many fired at a circumstance which did not say much for their vaunted marksmanship before breakfast i bought a moderately sized sheep for a dollar sheikh hamid halal it or butchered it according to rule and my companion soon prepared a feast of boiled mutton Footnote. to halal is to kill an animal according to muslim rites the word is wanted to express the act and we cannot do better than to borrow it from the people to whom the practice belongs and a footnote but the sheep proved a bone of contention the boy mohammed had in a fit of economy sold its head to a bedouin for three piastres and the others disappointed in their anticipations of hadji's lost temper with a demon's voluble tongue and impudent countenance in the van they opened such a volley of raillery and sarcasm upon the young tribe-seller that he in his turn became excited furious i had some difficulty to keep the peace for it did not suit my interest that they should quarrel but to do the arabs justice nothing is easier for a man who knows them than to work upon their good feelings he is a stranger in your country a guest acted as a charm they listened patiently to mohammed's cross abuse only promising to answer him when in his land that is to say near mecca but what especially soured our day was the report that sat the great robber chief and his brother were in the field consequently that our march would be delayed for some time every half hour some fresh tattle from the camp or the coffee-house added fuel to the fire of our impatience few particulars about this shinder hans of al-hijaz may not be unacceptable Footnote. he is now dead and has been succeeded by a son worse than himself End of footnote. Shinderhan is dead. He is the chief of Sumaida and the Mohammed, two influential sub-families of the Hamida, the principal family of the Banu Harb tribe of Bedouin. The, he therefore aspired to rule all the Hamida and through them the Bani Harb, in which case he would have been de facto monarch of the Holy Land. But the Sharif at Mecca and Ahmed Pasha, the Turkish governor of the chief city, for some political reason degraded him, and raised up a rival in the person of Sheikh Fahd, another ruffian of a similar stamp, who calls himself chief of the Banu Amr, the third sub-family of the Banu Ham of the Hamida family, of the Hamda family, the third sub-family of the Hamda family. Hence all kinds of confusion. Sa'ad's people, whose number is just said five thousand, resent with Arab asperity the, the insult offered. Sa'ad's people, who number it is said five thousand, resent with Arab asperity the insult offered to their chief and beat Fahads, who do not amount to eight to five hundred, who do not amount to five hundred. Fahad, supported by the government, cuts off Sa'ad's supplies both are equally wild and reckless and nowhere doth the glorious goddess liberty show a more brazen face than in this eastern inviolate land of the brave and the free both seize the opportunity of shooting troopers of plundering travellers and closing the roads this state of things this state of things continued this state of things continued till i left the hijaz when the sharif of mecca proposed it was said to take the field in person against the arch-robber and as a, and as will afterwards be seen in these pages, Sa'ad had the audacity to turn back the Sultan's Mahmal or litter the ensign. Sa'ad had the audacity to turn back the Sultan's Mahmal or litter, the ensign of imperial, the ensign of imperial, 
the insign of imperial power and to shut the road against its cortege because the pashas of al medina and of the damascus caravan would not guarantee his restitution to his former dignity that such vermin is allowed to exist proves the imbecility of the turkish government the sultan pays pensions in corn and cloth to the very chiefs to the very chiefs who arm their valets against him and the pashas after purloining all they can hand over to their enemies the means of resistance it is more than probable that Abdul-Majid had never heard a word of truth concerning Al-Hijaz, and that fulsome courtiers persuaded him, the ma persuaded him that men there tremble at his name. His government, however, is desirous, if report speaks truth, of thrusting, of thrusting Al-Hijaz upon the Egyptian, who on his side would willingly pay a large sum to avert, to avert such calamity, who on his side would willingly pay a large sum to avert such calamity. The Holy Land drains off Turkish gold and blood in abundance, and the lords of the country hold it in, and the lords of the country hold in it a contemptible position. If they catch a thief, they dare not hang him. They must pay blackmail and yet be shot at in every pass. They affect superiority over the Arabs, hate them, and are despised by them. In such such in al-hijaz are the effects of the charter of gulkhana a panacea like holloway's pills for all the evils to which turkish arab syrian greek egyptian persian armenian kurd and albanian flesh is in heir to such the result of a tanzimat the silliest copy of europe's folly bureaucracy and centralization that the pen of empirical statecraft ever traced footnote the greatest of all its terrors was was that the appointing of the provinces the greatest of all its errors was that of appointing was that of appointing to the provinces instead of the single pasha of the olden time three different governors civil three different governors civil three different governors civil military and fiscal all depending upon the supreme council at constantinople thus each province has three plunderers instead of one and its affairs and its affairs are referred to a body that can make no interest in it and a footnote under a strong-handed and strong-hearted despotism like Muhammad ali's al-hijaz in one generation might be purged of its pests by a proper use of the blood by a proper use of the blood feud by vigorously supporting the weaker against the stronger classes by regularly defeating every bedouin who earns a name for himself and above all by the exercise of unsparing unflinching justice the few thousands of half-naked bandits who now make the land a fighting field would soon sink into utter insignificance footnote ziad bin abihi was sent by al muawiyah the caliph to reform al basra the den a den of thieves he made a speech noticed that he meant to rule with the sword and advised all offenders to leave the city the inhabitants were forbidden under pain of death to appear in the streets after evening prayers and dispositions were made to secure the execution of the penalty two hundred persons were put to death by the patro by the patro by the patrol two hundred persons were put to death by the patrol during the first night only five during the second and not a drop of blood was shed afterwards by similar severity the french put an end to assassination at naples and the austrian at lacombe and the austrians and the austrians at lacombe we may deplore the necessity of having recourses to such means but it is a silly practice to solve the wound which requires the knife which requires the knife but to effect end of footnote but to effect such end the turks require the old the old stratocracy 
the turks require the old stratocracy which bloody as it was worked with far less misery than the charter and the new code what milton calls the solid rule of civil government has done wonders for the race that nurtured and brought to perfection an idea spontaneous to their organization the world has yet to learn the admirable that the admirable exotic will thrive amongst the country gentlemen of monotop of monomotapa the world has yet to learn that the admirable exotic will thrive amongst the country gentlemen of monomotapa or the ragged nobility of al hijaz these remarks were written in eighteen fifty three i see no reason to change them in eighteen seventy eight and it requires no prophetic eye to foresee the day when the wahhabis or the bedouin rising in mass will rid the land of its feeble conquerors End of a weak monarch a degenerate mo a weak a weak monarch a degenerate government a state whose corruption is evidenced by moral decay a revenue bolstered up by a system of treasury paper which even the public offices discount at discount at from six to three per cent an army accustomed to be beaten and disorganized provinces provinces and disorganized provinces these together with the proceedings of a of a ruthless and advancing enemy form the points of comparison between the constantinople of the present day and the byzantine and the byzantine metropolis eight hundred years ago fate has marked upon the ottoman empire in europe delenda eth we are now witnessing the efforts of human energy and ingenuity to avert or evade the fiat we are now witnessing the efforts of human energy and ingenuity to avert or evade the fiat End of footnote. said the old man of the mountains was described to me as a little brown badoui contemptible in appearance but remarkable for courage and ready wit he has treachery he has for treachery a keen scent which he requires to keep in exercise a blood feud with the abdul muttalib the present sharif of mecca who slew his nephew and the hostility and the hostility of several sultans has rendered his life eventful he lost all his teeth by poison which would have killed him had he not after swallowing the potion corrected it by drinking a large potful of clarified butter since that time he has lived entirely upon fruits which he gathers for himself and coffee which he prefers which he prepares with his own hands in Mah in sultan mahmoud's time he received from constantinople a gorgeous purse which he was told to open as it contained something for his private inspection suspecting treachery he gave he gave it for this purpose to a slave bidding him to carry it to some distance the bearer was shot by a pistol cunningly fixed like rob roy's in the folds of the bag whether this far-known story be true or only well found it is certain that sheikh saad now fears the turks even when they bring gifts the sultan sends or is supposed to send him presents of fine horses robes of honour and a large quantity of grain but the sheikh trusting to his hills rather than to steeds sells them he gives away the dresses to his slaves and he distributes the grain amongst his clansmen of his character men are usually of his character men as usual tell two tales some praise his charity and call him the friend of the poor the friend of the poor and call him the friend of the poor as certainly as he is the foe of the rich others on the contrary describe him as a cruel cold-blooded and notably even among arabs revengeful and avaricious 
the truth probably lies between these two extremes but i observed that those of my companions who spoke most highly of the robber chief when at a distance seemed to be the sudori freddi when at a distance seemed to be in the sudori freddi whilst under the shadow of his hills alhamra is the third station from al medina in the derb sultani or the sultan's or the high road or the sultan's high road the westerly line leading to mecca along the east along the sea coast when the robbers permit the pilgrims prefer this route on account of its superior climate the facility of procuring water and supplies the vicinity of the sea and the circumstance of its passing through badr the scene of the prophet's principal military exploits in a h two after midday on the twenty first of july when we had made up our minds that fate had determined we should halt at al-hamra a caravan arrived from mecca and the new travellers had interest to procure an escort and permission to proceed without delay towards al-medina the good news filled us with joy the good news filled us with joy a little after four p m we urged our panting camels over the fiery sands to join the meccans who had been, who were standing ready who were standing ready for the march on the other side of the torrent bed an hour afterwards we started in an easterly direction my companions having found friends and relations in the meccan caravan the boy mohammed's elder brother about whom more anon was the was of the number was of the number were full of news and excitement at sunset they prayed with unction even sa'ad and hamid had not the face to sit their camels during the halt when all around were washing stand were washing sanding themselves Footnote where water cannot be obtained for ablution before prayers muslims clap the palms of their hands upon the sand and draw them and draw them down the face and both forearms this operation with this operation which is performed once or twice it varies in different schools is called tayammum and busy with their devotions we then ate our suppers remounted and started once more shortly after night set in we came to a sudden halt a dozen different a, dif, a dozen different reports rose to account for this circumstance which was occasioned by a band of bedouin who had manned a gorge and sent forward a parliamentary ordering us forth ordering us forth ordering us forthwith to stop they had first demanded money to let us pass but at last hearing that we were sons of the holy city they granted us transit on the whole condition that the military whom they whom they like irish peasants hate and fear should return to whence they came upon this our escorts two hundred men wheeled their, wheeled their horses around and galloped back to their barracks wheeled their horses around wheeled their horses round and back and galloped back to their barracks we moved onwards without however seeing any robbers we moved onwards without however seeing any robbers my my camel man pointed out their haunts and showed me a small bird hovering over a place where he supposed water trickled from the rock the fellow had attempted a sneer the fellow had attempted a sneer at my expense when the fray was impeding why don't you load your pistols effendi he cried and get out of your litter and show a fight because i replied as loudly in my country when dogs run at us we thrash them with sticks this stopped mansour's this stopped mansour's mouth for a time but he and i were never friends like the lowest orders of orientals he required to be ill-treated gentleness and condescension he seemed to consider a proof of cowardice or imbecility i began with kindness but was soon compelled to use hard words at first and then threats which 
which though he heard them with frowns and mutterings produced manifest symptoms of improvement says the old french proverb and the axiom is more valuable in the east even than in the west our night's journey had no other incident we travelled over rising ground with the moon full in our faces and about midnight we passed through another long straggling line of villages called jedaida footnote i write this word as my companions pronounced it bookhart Burkhart similarly gives it Judeide and Alibay Jedeida. Giovanni Finati wrongly calls it calls this place Jedid Braz, which Mr. Banks, his editor, rightly translates the new the new opening or pass. End of footnote. Or Al Khaif. Footnote Al Khaif is a common name for places in this part of of Arabia for this part of arabia the word literally means declivity or a place built upon a declivity and a footnote. the principal part of it lies on the left of the road going to al medina it has a fort like that of al hamra springs of tolerable drinking water a nakhil or date ground and a celebrated dead saint abdurrahim al burai a little beyond it lies the bourras or defile bourras in bourras in turkish means the fosses the throat and signifies also here a gorge or a mountain pass it is the word now commonly used in al hijaz for the classical naqab naqab or mazik vincent in periplus errors in vincent vincent periplus vincent in his book periplus errs in deriving the word from the italian bocca and a footnote where in a d eighteen eleven tosun bey and his eight thousand turks were totally defeated by twenty five thousand harbi bedouin and wahhabis footnote Giovanni Finati, who was present at this hard-fought field as a soldier in Tosun's army, gives a lively description of the disastrous day of Jedaida in volume one of his work. End of footnote. This famous attacking point of the Banu Harb. This is the famous attacking point of the Bani Harb. In former times, both Jezar in former times both jazar pasha the celebrated butcher of syria and abdullah pasha of damascus were baffled at the gorge of at the gorge of jadaida footnote this abdullah pasha of damascus led the caravan in a d seventeen fifty six when the sheikhs of the harb tribe came to receive their blackmail he cut off their heads and sent the trophies to istanbul during the next season the harb were paralyzed by the blow but the third year they levied eighty thousand men attacked the caravan pillaged it and slew every turk that fell into their hands End of footnote. and this year the commander of the syrian caravan afraid of risking an attack at the place so ill-omened avoided it by marching upon mecca via the desert road of nijd at four a m having travelled about twenty four miles due east we encamped at bir abbas End of chapter thirteen